0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits. On each episode, I'll discuss real life situations and give y'all practical advice. The point of this podcast is to help you stand your financial lane and enhance your overall financial behaviors so you won't end up broke. I'm the creator and host, Richie. Now, let's get into today's episode. What's up, y'all? Thank you so much for tuning in yet another week to my podcast. Y'all just don't know, every week I'm sitting here like, are they going to listen? And y'all be showing up. Let me tell you what. Last week, y'all showed out. I don't know if it was because I was gone for three weeks or y'all just really liked the topic, but listenership shot up. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Give y'all so much gratitude for all of the listening that y'all have been doing, all of the sharing that you've been doing, and make sure you continue to do that because truly you never know who needs this information. And I try to make each Podcast episode practical to any season of life. So you never know who's going through what. So just make sure you're sharing with everybody. And so on last week, if you haven't already listened to conversation, I think it was conversation 63, we 63 episodes in, I talked about three ways to ease spending anxiety. And I also named five savers that I've noticed in life. Okay. And I made these names up. Go ahead, listen to the episode after this one but it was really really good and the listenership because it shot up i know that y'all loved it so thank y'all so much for supporting my podcast i truly appreciate it continue listening continue writing the reviews continue the shares and then also to those of you who've been reaching out about different brand deals and advertising you can hit me up with your inquiries at mindfullyrich@gmail.com. At I'm putting together some packages because I want to advertise. I want those sponsorships. I want those brand deals. And so I'm going to start looking at those things that really matter to me and the things that I think align with me and the podcast. And so go ahead and send those inquiries out, mindfullyrich@gmail.com. So We're going to go ahead and move into today's topic. And so for those of you who are new, when I discuss a topic, I call that our mindful money moment. Okay. And so today I'm going to be focusing on five ways you can increase your money after paying bills, right? I'm calling it where them dollars at. Okay. Because I like to put titles of hip hop songs sometimes in there. At the beginning of the podcast, for all my day wonders, y'all know that's how I started off, but I knew I wasn't going to be able to continue that all the time. So you're going to see them just sprinkled in there, you know, like salt bait, just sprinkle those in there sometimes, okay? So when talking about five ways to increase your money after paying bills, I'm talking about your discretionary money. I don't know if you knew that there's a term for that, but it's called discretionary money. And that's the money after you have paid for all of your necessary bills or things that you need in life, right? It's a difference between disposable income. Disposable income, actually, for those of you, just in case you didn't know this, that is the money after your taxes. Money after your taxes is called disposable income. Discretionary money is monies after you've paid all of your necessities, your bills, your expenses, things of that sort. And here's the thing with that. Okay, I know lots of people like to compare themselves to other people, right? They'll say, oh, because such and such makes more money, they're able to do this, that, the other, right? Okay, but when it comes to spending money, we all different, all right? My spending needs, the things that I require in my life to live are going to look different from the things that you require in your life in order to live. The things that you are determining, whatever it is that you have said, I need this, that and the other. we're gonna all be different. and those things determine our spending, okay? Because there's a thing called minimalists, okay? There's a group of people in the world who are minimalists and they require the bare minimum. They don't need a lot. Those are people that can live in the tiny houses and don't need a lot in order to live. Okay? So our spending is directly our behaviors, what it is that we have deemed valuable. The things that our egos or our upbringings or whatever those things are, those are the things that we have determined. We're in control of that. Nobody else is in control of that, okay? So that's the reason why I wanted to make sure that I brought that up because the monies that we have after we spend on our necessities and our expenses, our bills and things of that sort, that's the money that tends to lack a bit for some people. Not a lot of people have a good amount of discretionary money. And so that's the reason why I wanted to tackle this because I get a chance to get those DMs and talk to those people who don't. So today I'm gonna go ahead and get started and name five ways that you can increase your discretionary money after you've paid all of your bills. All right, so the first way is to get rid of all of those unnecessary subscriptions, right? We all have subscriptions to things, right? I don't know what you're subscribed to at the moment. I know I'm one of those people that may start a subscription. Let me give you an example. I've started subscriptions on my iPhone. So I have an app that helps me stay organized. I have Showtime, HBO Max, Paramount, Disney, all of those different apps. Those are subscriptions. Subscriptions cost us money each month. And so take a look at all of the subscriptions that you have. So I know for the iPhone, I'm able to, under my settings, go to subscriptions. So that way I can see all of the subscriptions that I pay for. If you have an Android phone, I don't know how you do that, but I know it got to be a way for you to do it. But you need to look at your bank statement. If you need like a gauge of how many subscriptions you started, because Check this out. All of the subscriptions that we get, we probably aren't using and those things cost money. I know there's a bunch of those ones that I just get the trial for. And then after the trial is up, I'm like, I didn't try it out. I got to cancel this. Like YouTube TV. I was just about to get YouTube TV. Then I figured out I don't really need this. Had I not canceled the trial, it would have been $69.99 a month. Now that's a big amount. That's something I would have saw. But there are some subscriptions that are one ninety nine a month, three ninety nine a month, six ninety nine. They're a little cheaper, and you don't notice them. But if we're trying to increase the discretionary monies that we have, you have to check to see if you have any unnecessary subscriptions that you need to cancel. All right, the next way that you can increase your discretionary money is reducing your current bills. So that means you got to be mindful of what you're currently paying. And when I say reduce your bills, how much are you paying for your insurance? How much are you paying for your cable bill, your phone bill, your cell phone bills? If you still got a house phone, if you have internet, look at me saying if, Y'all all got internet. Okay. So take a look at all of those bills to see how much you're currently paying. Is there any deals that are out right now that where you can decrease those bills? I call and check on my insurance every six months, just because I want to make sure a Geico still finna get my money. Okay. I want to make sure that they still the best deal. Okay. Cause if they not the best deal no more, if stay fine, talking sweet to me over there, I'm going to be over there with them. Okay. If Flow at Progressive, okay, she got something going on, a little special or something, I'm over there. Okay, so you should always be checking your insurance, your cable, your phone, your internet bills to see are there any additional bills. $20 a month is a lot, that adds up, okay? You wanna make sure you're checking for that. And you wanna know what? Going back to subscriptions, I just thought about this. OnStar, I have OnStar and I... For the life of me, can't figure out if I need to keep this or not. It's $15.99 a month, okay? So, I just told y'all that $20 was a lot. That $15 is a lot. I think I'm going to cancel it. I just thought of it. I got ADHD, y'all, okay? So, stuff just be coming up randomly, okay? (laughs) Just in case y'all got onstar too, that's a subscription as well. So, but... Let me get back to it. We talking about reducing your current bills and then also thinking about those other bills that you have, your student loans. If you have those personal loans, auto loans, mortgage loans, can you refinance them? Yes, you will be lengthening the loan out. But if your credit is doing better, you can reduce your rate, which helps you save money. So reducing your current bills, that's another way that you can increase your discretionary money. All right. So the third way to increase your money, okay, is finding cheaper options on your personal care, the expenses that you have. So personal care, that's going to be gym memberships, nails, pedicures, wax, haircuts, but my ladies getting your head did all of those things that we do that are like personal care type items. They're things that we want in our life. Remember, okay. They're either the things you want or the things that you need. Okay. You need to look at all of those services and see, am I going to get my nails done too many times during the month? Like for myself, I like to only go get my nails done once a month. Okay. I got a girl, she doing real good. So I can go every three weeks, which still adds up to be once a month. Pedicures. I get gel on my feet now. So now I only have to go once a month. Before when I was getting regular polish, I was in there like two, three times sometimes because that polish would come off. And so gel has worked for me. So you have to figure out Out of all of the personal care items that you have, is my gym membership too much? Do I need to cancel that? Like, I'll give y'all a story. 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 What what am I talking about? Okay. (laughs) When I was at, I think it was California Fitness. I think that's what it's called. CalFit. I'm not too sure exactly the name, but all I know is that the membership was like $60 a month, right? That was too expensive, especially... In the time that I was in, when I was robbing Peter to pay Paul and I didn't have it, okay? So I had to decrease that thing down and I had to be over there at Planet Fitness for the dollar, okay? They was doing the dollar for three months and then it went up, I think, to like 5 or $10, okay? That was more reasonable for me. So you have to look at all of the personal care type items that you have as expenses and see where can you cut. Every single dollar adds up, Okay. Number four, the fourth way that you can increase your discretionary money is watching all of your non-essential spending. That is all of the things that you just purchased out the blue, non-essential stuff, not your personal care expenses, not really stuff that you really need. Taking a look at that. What are those random purchases you're doing on Amazon at night? What are those random things that you purchase in when you happen to be in Target, okay, that you really didn't need, okay? Taking a look at any non-essential spending that you're doing. Now, check this out. If you don't know the non-essential spending you're doing, this is gonna detail you taking a look at your transaction history for a month. Taking a look at that to see when in the month you're spending the most on non-essentials. And then you can also track down all of the non-essential items that you've been purchasing. This is good. This keeps you mindful of your finances. That's what we're trying to do. Be mindful of the things that we are telling ourselves that we need or that we want in our lives so we can increase our discretionary money. Okay. And number five, you can save more money saving more money, putting more money away. I'm telling y'all, whenever you have a savings goal or you just say, you're just saving just to say, I want to have more discretionary money. So I'm just going to put this money away. That's a goal. Okay. You have set something in stone. And when you put that money away, it's telling your brain, we have said, we want to put this money away so we can have more discretionary money. That means that I can't just be out here, just spending this on nothing on stupid stuff, on things I really don't want, nor do I need. Okay. Because anytime we don't have a name on the dollar, our mind, our emotions, it will put a name on that dollar for you. You sitting there just chilling. You should go to Cold Stone. Do you need Cold Stone? I'm not saying you can't go to Cold Stone. Okay. Cause Cold Stone is the bomb. Okay. Yes. I'm bringing back the bomb. <laughs> But what I'm saying is when you don't have a name on money, it will find a place to go. Okay? And so if you are needing a place for that money to go, why not save it? So open a separate savings account. I'm one of those people, of course, I've talked about saving a lot on this podcast. I'm one of those people that believes in having savings accounts for different needs because I don't like just saving in one account. I'm I'm kind of a savings hoarder. Okay. And so I don't like to have everything in one account. Then when I take something away, I'm looking like, what did you do that for? I like to have specific accounts for specific goals. And so have a discretionary money account. Okay. Call that your mad money account, whatever it is that you need to do so that you are putting that money that you are putting away for discretionary money. Go ahead, open the account, have it put away. And there you go. You use it for whatever that goal is that you're going to use it for, or whatever it is that may pop up that you need it for. Okay, so those are the five ways that you can increase your money after paying bills, which is called your discretionary money. All right, y'all, thank you so, so much for tuning in today. And so next week, Conversation 65 is going to be the get money episode. And I'm going to talk about three ways that you can make more money. Since I was talking about discretionary money today, I want to talk about how you can make more money next week. And so if you're not following the podcast, make sure you're checking me out on ig that's my social media of choice i'm at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast also i made the announcement earlier just want to make sure i'm reminding y'all the episodes will be released on mondays going forward until i pick another day okay this is a one woman show okay it may change but monday feels like a good day all right and then also just want another reminder For advertising, brand deals, inquiries, make sure you email me. I'm at mindfullyrich at gmail.com. Woo! It's been an episode, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Always appreciate it. And don't forget to share this episode with everybody. Continue to listen, listen, listen. Write them reviews. And I want y'all to live life mindfully, intentionally, and on purpose. And until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.